Hey, what's up? It's Kiara. <sighs> no. <laughs> Are we live? Is this working? Is this thing on? What's up? It's your girl Kiara, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of For Realness Sake. Now, y'all know I'm excited because I have one of my oldest friends, Vonda Hopkins, joining me on the episode today. Vonda is a powerhouse, and she's all about love and wisdom. And I really hope y'all can feel her love through the podcast because I literally feel that way every time I talk to her. This episode was really about speaking life into each other and encouraging each other. And I think that Vana gave me so many positive affirmations that I'm good for the rest of the month. <laughs> that girl loves love and she really shows that in everything that she says. Vana is a part of my sisterhood and I think it's important to have someone like her on your team that will always lift you up and encourage you even when you think you're doing okay. She can see past the hurt and the pain and really speak to me, to my spirit and I appreciate that about her. So I really hope you ladies get something out of this podcast today and as always like, comment, rate, and subscribe to my podcast and to For Realness Sake on Instagram. Thank you and I'll see you on the next one. Enjoy. So, Vonda, I'm, like, really excited to have you. What's up, girl? Listen, I'm excited to be here. I find it a great pleasure and an honor to be able to be on this podcast with you. For realness sake, yes, (laughs) I'm excited. I'm super excited. And guess what, guys? This episode is about to be lit. Lit, lit. Hey. So, I think we should tell them kind of how we met and, like, why are we still friends now? Why are you still friends with me? Because I'm crazy, apparently. That's what people say. But let's start there. So, let me see. Me and you, we went to high school together. Right. And the type of high school that we had, it was like a vocational school. Mm-hmm. So, it was like we had a, a education wheel or something where we could like go and actually choose. Like if you want to be a veterinarian, you could take veterinarian classes. Or if you want to be... An architect, you take architect classes. Well, I chose business because I don't know, I had no idea what I was doing. Right. And Vonda, you were in business too. Mm-hmm. So we did accounting and capstone course, just all kind of business related things. And Vonda, you were in a lot of my classes. Yes, I was. And like, what happened? Because <laughs> we never talked. Right. So, um, <laughs> I was in business with you in accounting, and my desire always was to go into business. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a certified public accountant at the time. So I was like, why not take accounting? And um, we was in Mr. Ross' class together. Yes, Mr. Ross. Yes, so I loved that class, but, yeah, we never talked at all. I don't think it was anything, like, malicious behind no. it. I think that we were just – I mean, y'all know what I had going on <laughs> during high school. So I think we just – we're in the class together. We crossed paths, but right. it wasn't positive. It wasn't negative. It was just like, oh, I know her name. Did you Did you even know my name? Probably. I think I did know your name. I knew of you, but mm-hmm. I just didn't know you personally. Like, we never mm-hmm. had a conversation, but we. Yeah. I did know of you. I knew exactly who you Girl, were. what you know about me? <laughs> I, knew, I knew exactly <laughs> who you were, but... um. 
we just never had a conversation. Yeah. So somewhere along the lines, you know, Vonda graduated high school, went on by her business. I did too. And we both ended up in the Navy. Right. But you joined the Navy. Like, 12 days after I graduated. Oh, my God. Yes. Literally 12 days. So my 11th grade year, the summer of my 11th grade year, I knew college wasn't for me. Dang. Like, my parents wasn't going to have the money. I was like, I'm not going to be a struggling, um, broke college student. So I was <laughs> like, why not go to the Navy where they're going to pay for my college? And then I'm also going to be able to make money and do what I dream because I was in ROTC, too. So you already knew what time it was. I knew exactly what I was gonna do. And when I signed up, I came back and I told the guidance count, told the guidance counselor like, "Up, oh, don't have to take Spanish. <laughs> like you can check that out." So all of the courses that um, I was supposed to take, I didn't have to take because I was going to the military. Let me find out. That was the reason because I, <laughs> I was definitely in sign language and was like, yeah, wondering why. I loved it. Right. But if I knew there was a way for me not to take to a get language, out. I definitely would have did that. <laughs> but you are very sure of yourself. Even then, like I said, I didn't really know you, but mm-hmm. you just seemed like so mature. In 2009, like we were so young, but you just seemed like way ahead of us as far as, like you had a job, right? I did. I started working when I was 15 years Listen. old at Winn-Dixie. Yeah, First girl. check was $51. <laughs> and I thought I had so... Much money. <laughs> Girl, $51. What is that now? Like gas? Right. right. You know, cheeseburger? Nothing. Exactly. So that's something that even now, I know we haven't gotten into it yet, but that's something I've always admired about you because you are like, you're you're super smart. And like your mind. Thank you. Seriously. And your mind is like way ahead of, of, of mine. Like I'd be thinking, and I'm like, let me ask Vonda real quick. Like, what does Vonda know about this? Because you, I feel like you know everything. Well, you know, I feel like I have always had to pioneer everything. Like, even mm-hmm. with being in my family. No, um, I only have one uncle that went to the military. So, everybody else, they couldn't really help me in those areas. So, mm-hmm. it has always been places where I've been that no one has ever gone. So, it's like I pioneer those areas. And I have to learn so much to, um, you know, be stable and things like that so going to the military I had no clue of how to sign up but I figured it out and I told my mom like look I'm going to take the ASVAB test tomorrow and she's like what go girl (laughs) go ahead do it you know so that excited me and um you know even then we met again in the in the navy yeah and that was ironic you know for us to meet again in the United States Navy and then we both were stationed in California yes so I don't even know how that really happened I just remember Dante uh my boyfriend at the time Mm -hmm. husband now I I feel like y'all should know y'all need to keep up like y'all should know who he is at this point (laughs) right but he um he just texted me one day and was like hey Vonda's in San Diego too you know, why don't you hit her up? And I was like, I didn't even think twice about it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I know Vonda. You know, I took account of with Vonda. And I was so excited <laughs> when you got the call, like when I got the call, because yeah. I was, you know, leaving 12 days um, after I graduated. I'm like in this big world by myself, mm-hmm. you know, and 
California is so diverse. Like yes, Filipinos, I thought that everybody was um, either you're with black, white, or Puerto Rican. But when <laughs> I got to San Diego, I had a culture shock, and I was and I met this girl, and she was Hawaiian, and I, I was like, her. "What? I you're Hawaiian?" Yeah. She's like, "I'm Tongan this morning," and I'm like, "Oh, I never met someone from Hawaii." But I was excited, so. It, San Diego was a place of diversity. You yes. know, I felt learned about Filipinos. I started eating different food. Lumpia. So it just opened me up to so much. <laughs> and then, you know, having someone to come that I knew yes. from Tampa, I Same. was so excited where we can relate and we can talk about stuff and we can go out because I really didn't have that many friends yeah. in the Navy when I first got there. And then I had just got a car. <laughs> so we had some wheels. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was so afraid to buy a car. I was like, I'm not buying a car. I'm not, not getting a credit card and all yeah, those things. You were, like, I, yeah. dead behind serious when it came to, like, saving money and stuff. You were not playing. Yeah, and then I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, like, you say you were happy. I was super grateful because that was, like, I've been out of town before. Like, my mom used to take us on summer vacations and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, being in a place in the barracks yes by myself i didn't have a car at the time i was Mm -hmm. 19 like i didn't even know what credit was at that point i just knew that it was something that i probably shouldn't have (laughs) you know right right i I knew i wouldn't go do it right so like just seeing you uh, you were home to me because i I didn't i didn't hear yeah so it was I needed that. I was lonely in those mm-hmm. barracks. I was like, man, I hate this job. Right. Like, the Navy is kind of sucks a little bit. Mm-hmm. The pay ain't that good. Like, they were telling me it right. was, you know. But you kind of had it good because you, you had the barracks room by yourself. That's true. You know, That's so true. you kind of had the good life coming in a little <laughs> bit, being in supply. But, you know, I was super excited for us to be yeah. able to go out, shop. We used to go to the mall yeah. together. We used to do a lot of laugh good, yeah, laugh laughing. all the time. It was, yeah. It was really good, you know, and even with it, I believe that um, everywhere I've been in my life, God has always sent people there to, like, motivate me and encourage me and pour into me. I have always had sisters Mm. that have been there to bond with me, and I think that at that point in my life, you were that person who he sent to, like, uplift me, Mm -hmm. you know, because this journey, it gets hard, and sometimes you just need people to be your right-hand person that's really there to support you 100%. So, yeah, girl, you helped me. And then even when I left (laughs) to go to Japan, I was just like, oh, I got a little kid. You know, we had just started getting a good relationship and going out and doing stuff. And, you know, now I'm all over here trying to go way across over to Asia somewhere and do other things. So that sucks so bad. And I'm like tearing up right now because I remember that. And I I always I know we're like the same age, but you were like like my sister, like Mm -hmm. my big sister. And you're probably only a year older than me. We but, yeah we had so good. I remember even when Dante came. I remember yes, girl with our young selves and like we were. It was crazy. Like we just you were like my hype man for everything. Like I was. I don't know. I think I was still like timid and like green uh, is that a good word green but i think you were like the person who were like it's okay to still be yourself even right. though you're in the military because i thought i kind of had to conform to like mm-hmm. whatever the navy was at that time and you're like girl i still have fun you know it's still tampa yeah. it's still and the- you know i also think that you brought a balance to me as well because 
you gotta have the right personalities that match together. Like mm-hmm. I'm this person that I don't think about anything. I just do it, and I need people that uh, be like, okay, that don't make sense. Like calm down, <laughs> you know, and use that person to be like, okay, Vonda, that don't make sense. Yeah. Like, uh, did you think that through? <laughs> like, um, you spelling that wrong. Uh, you need to correct that. Um, that don't make sense, honey. You know, so I think it's always a balance with friendship as well. Like, I'm over the top. I need somebody to bring me back in and say, yes. calm down hold on hold on you moving a little too fast uh-huh i remember because you used to be like i don't know you were so gung-ho though for the navy I was. like you i was so navy yes like i was gonna it. spend 30 years in the navy <laughs> you could never tell me anything like i was polishing my polishing my yes. shoes everything was nice like and this girl loved the navy y'all like yes. for real and yes. i was the complete opposite and i used to watch her and be like dang because you you may rank kind of fast she really advanced quick, really yeah. fast in the navy mm-hmm. and i think i was a e2 at the time which was very low on the pole y'all well you know me i felt like my <laughs> first week in the navy when i got to my first <laughs> ship this guy he walked up to me and he was like um do you have driving license and i was like yeah he was like how about you take that broom and you drive it and oh. I, that day, I knew that what do I need to do to advance, to advance oh, and go no. past him to what he can't tell me anything to do. So I started studying, studying, studying. Every day after um work, I would go home, I would study, Girl, and I got advanced. And guess what? We was at the same rank, Ooh, the same rank. Period. And I was like, oh, drive who broom, what broom, huh? Okay. Right. So you always have, I felt like. Even with the Navy, I learned the system so fast. Mm -hmm. And because I knew their system and I knew what it took to get where I wanted to go, I didn't allow anybody to stop me. And I knew that the higher you go up, the less people can tell you what to do. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, honey. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that, but I guess it took me, like, it took me, what, three years three and a half years to make e5 which i think is kind of normal oh that but is that's that's good because it uses because once you hit e5 it takes a long time because you have eight first, years yeah, yeah at, e, at e4 wait e3 you have eight years after that so yeah. if you make it in any time before that that's really really good so that was fast even still it was just I don't know, like you motivated me and with my little self and what I had going on. I was like, well, Vonda can. Vonda said this is what I should be doing. Vonda said you were the one who told me to get the credit card from Navy Federal for like a thousand. Yeah, but you were like, everybody, sh- you should at least have a credit card for emergencies, just yeah. in case you want to like buy furniture or anything. Like you should always have that. So I was like, okay, I did it at your when you were living, I think in the Beacon or somewhere. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I like called on the phone with you. Mm-hmm. and um the lady was like she did it but i only got approved like a thousand dollars because my you know i didn't have any credit yeah and so like but i remember you were like you started me like on what is adulthood i think mm-hmm. like you really i'm serious because i mean i really had to figure it out like you know yeah. i had to really figure it out and even being in the navy you know just having that security mm-hmm. and really having somebody to just help you and guide you along the way and like i said my first friend that i did meet in the navy she really guided me and i was so grateful that god put her in my life because you know i made blue jacket of the year because yeah. of her when i first got Which there she was telling me what to do and what not to do don't talk to these guys mm-hmm. you know 
because you're going to be the talk of the show later on. So she just schooled me um, right from the beginning. And I took what she said and I applied it to my life. And yeah. I just wanted to share it with all of the other women that came in. So to make just make things easy. Why not? You did, girl. So that's a good, like, that's a really good place for us to start because be- you've grown so much. And I'm on the outside looking in a lot of times because mm-hmm. you went back to Japan and then you got out the Navy. You know, you didn't want to, but you had to get out yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then you were, you know, moving and grooving in the civilian world as well. Yeah. So I think you've always, like, been a grower, if that makes sense. Like, you've always adapted. You've mm-hmm. always overcome. And you've learned, like, whatever situation you're in, you learn how to maneuver that mm-hmm. system. So talk about how you were able to grow and really adapt to those changes because some people, you know, they would have really been out hard, for the count. Yeah. yeah. So I would just say that, you know, it's just the grace of God that have been on my life and really mm-hmm. just asking God, you know, in this next step of my life, I just need you to give me some guidance and some directions and, you know, release wisdom unto me. And, you know, I wouldn't make a move without him, wow. to be honest with you. Because even coming out of the Navy, I was medically diagnosed with scleroderma. Mm-hmm. And, you know, during that period of time, like you said, I was Joe Navy. I did not want to get out of the Navy. <laughs> yeah. But I began to talk to God. And I'm like, God, why would you allow me to go into the Navy and now I have to leave? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, you've been cussing. You've been acting up. You've been angry. <laughs> uh-uh. I can't use you how I want to use you where you at right now. I have better plans for you, and this was just a place for you to be able to grow. This was a place yes. for you to get structure. This was a place for you to understand even how to take this structure and apply it to the kingdom of God. Mm. So I just learned so much from being in the Navy of how to even deal with people. You know, in the Navy, you meet people from all different walks of life, and I had to really work with my sailors and build relationships with them and know how to pour into them and uplift them when days was good and when days was bad so even out here in the civilian world i'm able to take those same things that i learned in the navy and apply it to my civilian life and it took me a whole year to really come to grips on being ready to transition from the navy to the civilian world and you know even in that process like i said it will i every single day it was just meeting different people and they telling me you do this or do this or i go this way and they say well do you know about this and i'm learning all Mm. these different things that i need before i get out so Mm. i applied for hcc right before i got out of the military and i was ready to go into school i had went and sat down with a financial advisor to see about my finances and I learned so much about how to leave a legacy mm. and create generational wealth. That's when I learned. And I was like, man, I want to show everybody else how to do this because I grew up in, grew up with a poverty mindset. And a lot of times people think that poverty is like not having money. But that's not poverty. It can be, you know, your mindset. You not being able to receive compliments. You hoarding money wow. and not giving to others. Like, you thinking about today and not thinking about tomorrow. Yeah. You thinking that you're entitled instead of being empowered. You know, Woo. you being Girl. afraid of the future but not making history. So, it's a lot that I learned, and I was like, I just want to share this with everybody. And I was like, Lord, what am I going to do when I get out of the Navy? 
I don't know. I've been driving ships this whole time. <laughs> I've been tying ships to the pier. I've been over here landing small boats and driving them and doing men overboard. What am I supposed to do? And I went back to high school. I went back to accounting. I went back to finances and what I had a passion for. And so that's when I got out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a degree in business. I'm going to help people. I'm going to release poverty and i'm gonna show people how to create generational wealth and so that's what lands me at usf now and we're both at usf now we are girl we dipping and doing at usf but you said something i love the way that you said being entitled instead of empowered yes girl yes can we just like talk about that because i think that is like I need to write that down. I write <laughs> so, you know, down. a lot of people that deal with a poverty mindset versus a wealth mindset, they feel like they're entitled to everything. Like when a situation comes up, they always find the problem. Mm-hmm. They never look for the opportunity within the problem. And we, you know, they when you have a poverty mindset you think you're entitled to food stamps you think that you're entitled to section eight you think you're entitled to all of these different things and so you always looking for somebody to do something for you versus Mm -hmm. you saying who can i invest in it's just so much that comes with it and i just didn't want to be in that place you know i wanted to wipe out poverty and show people how you can really leave a legacy for your generations to come and how to operate from that realm and when i talk it's it's what people don't understand that there is a difference between poverty riches and wealth Mm -hmm. riches riches is not being rich is not the same thing as being wealthy rich people they care about the things that they have and what they're going to buy and things like that. So, you know, I just want to be empowered. I want to go and just change people's lives and um, show them their identity and who they are and motivate them to get into that place of their, so that they can reach their destiny. Yes, girl. I took that. I like the way you you put that. I took the entitlement and and instead of being empowered is like people walk through life thinking that they're supposed to have something or mm-hmm. they're supposed to be something mm-hmm. or just because your name is or just because you're cute or just because whatever it's not about that you don't walk through life and people just hand you a paycheck yeah just hand you mm-hmm. you know a platform right you gotta build that and being empowered to do it like working for it number one Mm -hmm. and then also believing yourself empowering other people yes i feel like that's how i become more empowered empowered is when i empower others when i motivate others when Mm -hmm. i like so into other people's lives in a way where even though i'm not feeling my best for i don't know why it's always like that but if i'm not feeling the best that i can be I can always speak on someone else's life and empower them. And in turn, that like gives me the extra jump right. that I needed. Mm-hmm. So I think that it can be more than just a financial thing that yes. where people feel that they have to be entitled to mm-hmm. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. listen, nobody owes you anything. Right. And this, especially with this new generation, they have this instant gratification thing. Yes, girl. And you know, we can't, we work for everything that we have today. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really understand the instant right now, the right now and the, or yeah. the entitlement that you have to be at this place or you're supposed to have this because, like you said, 
where you're at or your name or what you're doing. So I really like how you said that as well. But girl, let me tell you, that was me though. I thought mm. that I needed instant gratification before there was. Well, no, Instagram. I'm, I always be trying to act like I'm so old. <laughs> I was here for Instagram, okay? Mm. But it's like it was more like, well, because I said or I don't know really how to say. It was I thought that things had to be the right way, the right time, the first time. Mm. It wasn't no. Try, try again. It was like, no, we're going to do it now. So perfection. Yes, girl. Perfection. I, I'm a recovering perfectionist <laughs> because I honestly thought that, like, I there was no second chance for me with mm. anything. Like, there, it wasn't, like, it was like, no, I'm going to do it right the first time, and that's it. And mm-hmm. when I didn't do it right the first time or when I couldn't get it right or mm-hmm. when it just wasn't right, mm-hmm. like, I felt sick. And I don't know if it was because, like, I have, like, people-pleasing tendencies. Like, I've I've had, I think I'm over that now. But every now and then it comes back. Mm-hmm. But I'm surprised you don't remember because even when we were in San Diego, I was, like, very much concerned with what other people thought yeah. that I should be doing. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was a lot of pressure on me that I put on me. It's false pressure. It's, it's what I told myself I should be yeah. doing. And, yeah, like... I was very much a part of that instant gratification gang Mm -hmm. and yeah the perfectionist gang like i definitely (laughs) i was a member (laughs) you was so you you've been delivered now girl i'm (laughs) deliberate yes sometimes i don't know i can't i can't call it fully because i want to be honest like there are times where i do feel like i fall back into that mode where Mm -hmm. i do i am concerned and i do want to be right and i do want to appear to be something else but Keeping it real for realness sake, I'm not. Right. And who, mm-hmm. you know, who am I helping or who would mm-hmm. I be or what am I standing for if I allow myself to believe that my own mirror, like, you know, believe my right. own fabrication of who I am. Like, first mm-hmm. of all, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody should be out here, like, thinking of themselves. And, you know, it's like looking in a trick mirror. Right. Who mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And I think I had to really call myself out for that. So, yeah, y'all, I'm in recovery now, but your girl had a real hard time with keeping it real. And I think that's why <laughs> this has become my way of taking that mask off. Yes. Take it off mm-hmm. and just being who I am because, man, it's time. It's exactly. Time. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, just being real and honest with yourself. And, you know, it just, like you said, it come with growth. Yes, it's girl. a daily walk every single day to, like, mm-hmm. find out who you are. That's why I think self, you know, development, mm-hmm. self-care is so important because I could tell you, like, back then, I didn't even know who I was. Like, you can ask girl. me questions about me, and I was like, what are you like? I don't know. What are you? You know, I just couldn't Listen. tell you certain <laughs> things about me. Like, in my mind, I would have it, but I could not write it down on paper or articulate mm-hmm. what it is that I wanted or things like that. So I think that where I'm at now because of personal development and because of really going deep down within, I'm like, what do you like? You know, wow. what, what do you want to be at in the next five years? What, um, it is that makes you happy. So I just been in that place trying to learn more about myself because the more I know about myself and the more I walk in my identity, then it's easy for me to be able to you know not care what other people think about me yeah and that's so true a lot of times because for myself when I would feel like 
it goes back to my, the last episode. I feel like I wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So let me make myself enough, you right. know, by doing the wrong thing or mm-hmm. by thinking the wrong way or, or by like, come on. It, it, it could be something as simple as I love sushi, but let's say I didn't. But because you like sushi mm-hmm. and I wanted to be around you. Oh, I like sushi, too. Yeah. And it's like, girl, I'm throwing up inside. You know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> but it would be something like you know like yes. come on who are you and you know i think that's why it's so important for us to have those friends that's around us who just accept us for who we are yeah. like when we be open and we be mm-hmm. honest with you that you know you accept me you accept me for who i am and if i don't like sushi then you still love me yeah. you know oh i love that if i don't like sushi you still love me yes mm-hmm. but you were that for me that's what i'm trying to tell you like you like I don't oh I wish I could put it into words like you made it okay like mm-hmm. I, I, man. And, and you know when, once you receive grace yeah. because I have had so many people that have been that for me mm-hmm. it's easy for me to release it on other people's life yeah like I had so many people that came into my life and was like calm down because I was <laughs> like that too but I always messed up on stuff I would never get it perfect I would never get it right and yeah. in my mind like you said you'll be sitting there like dang did I do that right did I say that right? Did, mm. did that come out of my mouth the way, right way? You know, and I would question myself, and then the person would come back to me and was like, that's what I needed. Well, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Thank you for com- confirming that. And I right. think confirmations are important, too. Yeah. For people to confirm who you are, like, when you're around people, a lot of people will confirm different things to me that I don't even see in myself. So yeah. being around people who can identify it and, you know, call it out and say, like, look, you are enough Mm. kiara you are enough kiara i see you i see you i see all of the goodness that's locked up on the inside Mm. of you Mm -mm -mm. you're not gonna make me cry on my own podcast girl (laughs) it's good to cry if you sow in tears you'll (laughs) reek with joy i appreciate that man I, i i feel it i don't know like i was fine before the microphone came on but now i'm like why am i so emotional but it's uh, it's growth. I can yes, when I it, see you, I see, <laughs> I see us. Who? And I, like I said, everybody <laughs> plays a, a part in our lives. And I, like I told you, in, in my life, you were that person that could bring balance to me. You know, you was that person that could be authentic and real with me. Like I can call you up and know that you're not going to hurt me and that I can get a truthful answer from you. It's not, it's really hard for you to find people these days. That's really going to support you 100% with whatever you're doing. Like if I just want to go out there and do something crazy, I'm pretty sure you'd be like, up, got my vote. (laughs) You will be that person that'll say like, girl, I got you. Like, okay, you want to go jump off a bridge? What time? Yes. Like, you know that might be bad too that might be bad but i'm just saying like just living on the edge like sometimes Mm -hmm. you may have a dream or a vision that doesn't make sense to everybody but it's good for you to be able to share with another friend that'll Mm -hmm. say you know what it's crazy for you to want to go and um start a red box but guess Uh, what you just wiped out all blockbusters you know that where you can bring different ideas that you may have or different situations and that person won't judge you they'll be non-judgmental and they'll be there to just support you yeah support you i told y'all i'm a supporter friend i will be there i will hold your hand and go through the crazy with you (laughs) (laughs) 100 (laughs) (laughs) that is so true i really 
really enjoy this conversation. I didn't even know that it was going to be like this, but I'm so, like, you have to come back a thousand times. I definitely will. <sighs> well, before we go, I did, I kind of forgot to ask you a couple of days ago, but you have a positive affirmation or more like a positive thought that you would want to share and kind of like empower our women and tell them something that maybe has helped you with your growth. I feel mm-hmm. like we didn't even really get into your growth, so you definitely yeah. have to come back. There have to be a part two for this. Okay. But definitely tell tell the people what you want them to know. <laughs> so for every person that's out there, I just want to let you know that you can do all things through Christ Jesus. There's no limitations. There's no restrictions, no barriers that's out there. Just go and... Whatever you put your mind to do, just commit your words and allow God to just establish your thoughts. Like, it doesn't matter what you want to do. Just know that you can do it. Even in these male-dominant industries where, you know, most women think that they won't rise to the top, you can do it. So, And if you have any type of dreams or creative ideas that you already had that you have not finished, listen, do it, do it, do it. And don't stop until it's done because... Someone else is going to be looking at you and Mm. someone else want to hear your story or your testimony. And I take you off of mute today and I allow you to open up your mouth and say whatever it is that you want to say. So if there has been a muzzle that's been on your mouth, you are free today to be who you are and who God has called you to be. So I bless you. And I just want to hear the testimonies that will come forth for each and every one of you women. Yes, girl. So now y'all see why I love Vonda so much. And Vonda, you, before we end, I just have to say this. You have, like, personally, you have grown. When I first met you, like you said, you were cussing and fussing food. Yes. And now to just to see how much you have transformed and how you have allowed God to use you. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, everything that comes out of your mouth, mm-hmm. I'm like, where's my pen? I need to write this down. <laughs> like, you have so much just, like, I call them gems. Mm-hmm. So Thank much you. stuff that you just, like, where does it come from? And, and it's not, you know how some people, they when they talk about the bible when they talk mm-hmm. about you know church and things like that they say it with like a sense of like authority in a bad way yeah where it's like i know more than you and you're going to hell you're a yeah. sinner but when you talk it's you come from a place of love and empathy where it's like i understand i was there yeah he, you know what i'm saying you know what he really wrapped his arms around me in a dark place like you know we didn't get to that but um i was in a really bad place like i thought i got out of the military mentally like i felt really confused i felt like i was all out of options and you know right then at that point in time when i was like god listen I don't know what's going to happen in my life, but if you don't show up today, Mm. like, I might want to just give up. Mm. And he showed up right in that time. And, you know, he just began to just speak to me and put place good people in my life and really expose the hands of the enemy and really show me 
my purpose and my calling. I think that once I re- reached that place, like I was just so happy to know that I can laugh mm. and I can be happy. And, you know, I don't have to be this mean person. I was so mean and I had really? a really, really yeah. bad attitude. Like, you know, I had a, because it was always a defense mode, mm. like because of the positions that I was put in, I always felt like I had to be so defensive. So because oh. I wanted to defend myself and I was walking in fear, I would just put up this wall and I automatically want to attack you before you attack me. You know, I automatically wanted to reject you before you reject me. Girl. Because I don't know if you're going to accept me or not. So right now I'm like, up, blocker. Don't talk to me. What you want? Don't put your stuff on my bed. Okay. Look, don't come (laughs) over here. This is my territory. You know, not giving people a time to like get to know who I am. And I think for my personality, it has always been that once I make a relationship with you, then I'm really, I'm really, really a good friend. But just the beginning for me to meet you. It's kind of hard for it was hard for me to meet new people, that, yeah. and now I love people. I love right. people, and <laughs> I look to pour into the lives of people because I never know what they're going through. I never know what people are experiencing or what they have went through mm. in their childhood, and I just want to be that person that will empower them, inspire them, and influence them to be better and to receive and walk in happiness and just be full of joy and experience not only life but enjoy the moment how many people yes. don't enjoy the moment Girl, we show yeah. up physically but <laughs> mm. we're not there mentally that's fast we're all over the place we're thinking about tons of different things instead of just mm-hmm. enjoying the moment and living the abundant life so god has definitely changed me and this is not the end i still have work that needs to be done i am on the potter's wheel being molded shaped and mended well you are doing it god is really using you and you are doing an amazing job like i said your growth thank you (laughs) your growth is like I'm empowered. Like, you didn't even really do nothing for me right now. But, like, girl, since you walked in this room, I'm in tears and I'm excited and I'm nervous. Like, how you gonna make me nervous in my own house? And, you know, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm just so excited to be here. Like, I was thrilled. I was like, up, oh, gotta get there early. <laughs> 15 minutes early i'm on my way because i know that there's so many women that's on this podcast right now that need this as well and whatever you may be at right now in your life listen it is not over it is not over this is only the beginning of your journey and you have so much life and you have words Mm. that can be released unto other people that will change them that will cause them to have a life changing experience yes girl your words are so powerful to me and i love you i love our friendship we don't have to see each other every day right but every time we get together Together. it Mm -hmm. is like it's magic yes it's just it's supernatural (laughs) yes we have a great time because it's genuine Mm -hmm. you know it's a genuine relationship and i don't have to try to be somebody that i'm not when i'm around you i can be like girl listen this what today (laughs) has been like and this is what my life consist of okay and, and somehow i always end up crying like when i see you I just be like girl look like i might try to start off strong like girl everything cool right. by the end of the conversation i'm like oh, God, pray for me mother, please somebody do something. right 
<laughs> Just put it back together. Yes, girl, help me. So thank you so much for coming on You're with welcome. me today. We definitely need a part two because I want to dig into that anger. I think that's the <laughs> next. That's I'm serious. That's like yes. where I feel like I'm going next. Mm-hmm. Talking about anger, rejection, yes. fear. Yes. Those things can really hold us back. Stress and anxiety. I, oh, you girl. know, I have heard a lot of anxiety today that, you know, a lot of people dealing with anxiety and you these are things that we don't talk about that needs to be talked about and needs to be exposed and you know kind of get into the root cause so that people can be free you already know that's something that i deal with and i'm really like trying to be more active about it not just going to therapy but just in my mind like what is it what are my triggers for certain things that like cause me to get Mm -hmm. more anxious and i'm working on it but you kind of helped me like you prompted that because you were like, no, you shouldn't be living that way. You shouldn't be yeah. feeling those things. And I was like, you're right. And I that's shouldn't. really kind of, that's a assignment from the enemy and just really just casting those thoughts down and, you know, taking those thoughts into captivity. Yeah. Where you producing good thoughts, you know, those thoughts that, um, you know, meditating on things that are honest, things that are true, you know. Love. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So thank you, Vonda, for being here. Is there any final words you have for the girls and for the guys? No, go get it. Don't yes. stop. Yes. Don't stop. All yes. the way to the top. And you know what? The bottom is too crowded with excuses. Ooh. But I will see you at the top. Amen. All right, y'all. That's a word from Miss Vonda like a Honda. Thank y'all for listening to me today. And I will see you on the next one. Bye.